Yeah, Ryan Hartley here from Always Betting Yesterday. A while ago, I think it was sometime last year, I shared some insights into the David and Goliath story. Um, I think there's such a romantic image that this is an underdog story, uh, that somehow the underdog David has overcome Goliath. And, and that kind of makes sense on a surface level, you know, small little David, huge warrior um, Goliath. And we all know um, David overcomes Goliath. Sorry if that's a spoiler alert, but I just don't believe it to be a underdog story. I, I think there are some subtle nuances that the the world hasn't picked up on. Like I'd just love to share that with you in this moment and give you then some implications of what the probably the true meaning, the true essence of the David and Goliath story can tell us. Um, and just just to recap, I won't tell the full biblical story, but it's a um, it's a battle between the Philistines and the Israelites. So. Um, Goliath is a Philistine warrior. The Bible says he's like almost like three meters tall, just clad in in armor and, and weaponry. Uh, this guy is huge, and he comes down um, to lay down a challenge every day for forty days. Challenge the Israelites, and and little old David's like, "Well, I'll be the servant. You know, have um, you know, lose no heart on the account of this Philistine." David says, "Your servant will go and fight him." And uh, King Saul's like, "No, no, no, no." mate you're young like chill out like you don't need to go do this and uh, david's like nope like i've got this like david's just like look just chill out i've got this he's like i've been uh i've been herding sheep all my life i've uh i've been able to overcome the attacks of lions and bears it's like dude i've got this <laughs> so, so i imagine david saying back in the time and and saul's like fine if you go god be with you but also be with you is this armor have this armor. So he, he clothes David in, in all this armor. And then David's just like, I can't go in these. He's like, I'm not used to them. He's like, I can't go in these. I'm not used to them. And, and I think what that's, either that on a surface level is just like pure stupidity, or I think actually it's the opposite, is pure strategy. And the concept I really want to embrace right now is that actually sometimes our greatest strengths can become our greatest weakness. Now, we know that Goliath's greatest strength is quite literally his brute strength, his size, his armor, his weaponry. And I think the thing that David has understood is that the great weakness that that has presented to David is his going to be slow. Goliath is going to be very slow. David might look at his own weaknesses and go, OK, well, I, I don't have the strength to go toe to toe uh, and battle this guy as he is almost trying to control. That's what that's what Goliath's trying to do. Goliath is trying to fight strength with strength, knowing that he's going to win every time. What he doesn't account for is that his strength and his size presents as a weakness for someone just like David. Yes, we might call David the underdog, but actually, David possesses a bunch of skills that are going to target the weakness of Goliath. He was small, he was fast, he was mobile, he was agile. All of the things that Goliath wasn't. So he drops his weaponry, drops his armor, and instead he picks up five smooth stones from the stream. And he takes his sling. It's like, I guess on the surface of it, it's like taking... Um, 
I don't know, maybe it's take, taking a boomerang to a, an armoured fight, but hey, it works for him, right? And I think that's what we have to really understand is that David understood that he had strengths that played to those weaknesses. And that is how he overcame Goliath. And we all intuitively know the paper, rock, scissors game, right? We know that um, the paper beats rock, the rock beats scissors, and scissors beat paper. They all have the ability to beat something, and they all have a, an exposed weakness to something. So therefore, I don't believe David and Goliath to be an underdog story. Instead, I believe it to be a game of strategy, of self-awareness, of understanding all of our strengths and all of our weaknesses and learning in which situations they will be effective. That and the fact that I think David has a huge amount of courage and heart, you know, small Yes, he might have had these things that would have uh, been able to take Goliath down, but <laughs> to face a guy three meters tall, uh, full of armor and weaponry, heralded as a champion, heralded as a warrior. Yeah, I think it takes some <laughs> some great courage to walk down the hill and go, yeah, I got this. I got this. And not only have I got this, I'm going to drop this armor and weaponry. And not only have I got this, and I'm going to drop this armor and weaponry, I'm going to pick up these five stones. <laughs> It is through courage, through the heart, the courage of the heart and the strategy of the mind. That is how David overcame Goliath. The implications that has for you is that there are going to be certain settings and situations where your strengths reveal weaknesses. Your job is to recognize that and use um, your leadership to surround yourself with people who can account for your weaknesses, who can bring their own strengths to accommodate for your weaknesses. We're not supposed to be good and great at everything in a team setting. We're not supposed to be great at everything in a relationship. Because if we were, other people wouldn't have the opportunity to contribute. And we know that the ability to contribute and to add value is a great um, hallmark of me feeling like I am valued because I have somewhere to add value. That's one of the implications from understanding our strengths. The The other one is understanding that so many of us are so clear on our weaknesses. So many of us are so clear on the fact that we are not three meters tall, that we don't have the muscles of Goliath, that we don't have the armor and the weaponry. We couldn't even lift his, his weaponry, which is cool. So many of us are so clear on our weaknesses that we forgot what it reveals about our strength. Start there. Start to realize that your strengths and weaknesses are two sides of the same coin. So many people are so familiar with the weaknesses that they've lost sight of their strengths. Take some time. Some people might say the words, oh, you know, I'm too emotional. I care too much. Well, flip it. What's the other side? The other side of that is that you do care, that you are um, an emotive human being who experiences all the emotions and cares deeply about things. Someone might say, I think too much. Well, actually, at the root of thinking too much is the ability to think, and it's probably a strength of yours anyway that you think so well, so considerately, your weakness might come at the point where you don't stop that thinking process. Whatever it is, whatever weaknesses that you are exploring that come to your heart and your mind, 
there will inevitably be things that it reveals about your heart set and the things that you care about and the things that you're great at. I hope this reframing of the David and Goliath story has helped you really connect uh, with the idea that greatest strengths and greatest weaknesses are two sides of the same coin. They've helped you explore how you can involve those around you to um, accommodate for maybe some of those weaknesses that you have, how you can start exploring some of those things that you once thought were a weakness that actually might be a clue to your strength. And if you'd like help with any of this, you'd like to have a, a great curious conversation, head over to the website, abty.co.uk, book in a a consultation or, or a conversation. Um, it'd be my honor and privilege just to have a chat, just to support you. And it's never going to lead into a sales conversation, but one of how I can serve you in that moment. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Keep leading, my friends. Always love.